follow someone that's done it before, you know, so follow some type of blueprint, some type of model, you know, look for where the success is and put that package, that creativity and that passion inside of a model that's been proven and working because then you can build a system and empire and a successful business. So you have a passion for fitness and the desire to start your own business, but launching a massively successful fitness business is extremely complex. The systems, operations, hiring, firing, coaching, sales, and marketing are critical to success. Where do you even start? This show will give you the answers. Here is Pedros Koulian and Bryce Henson, your hosts of the Fitness Franchise Podcast, a show dedicated to helping fitness entrepreneurs launch and grow successful gyms. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Fitness Franchise Podcast. And today we have an incredible episode with a dear friend of mine who is in the studio. And to provide a little introduction, he is a certified nutrition coach, a personal trainer, a former gym owner, and a fitness professional for life. He's also had two decades of experience as a mixed martial artist, helping thousands of men and women develop their mind, body, and soul through healthy nutrition and fitness. He is also the co-founder and instructor for the Modern Day Night Project, which is a 75-hour full immersion men's self-development program designed to help men develop and level up their business and their life. And last but certainly not least, he is the co-founder and vice president of Truly Nutrition, a company dedicated to transforming lives through strong supplementation and developing healthy habits. Aaron Alejandrino, welcome to the show, my friend. Bryce, thank you, man. I appreciate that awesome introduction. Man, that was quite the wrap. What did I leave out? I think he covered it all. Yeah. <laughs> Single ready mingle. That's on there too. Likes long walks on the beach as well. <laughs> nice. Uh, a little com- comedian effect on the side, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, a lot to get into today. Um, now, before we kind of get into all the success that you've had uh, with your incredible rap sheet, Truly Nutrition, the Modern Day, uh, Modern Day Night Project, uh, why don't you tell the audience your little backstory? How did you get to where you are today? Um. The short version of it, of the long story, is that my mom put me in martial arts. I'm an only child raised by a single mom, and so that was my home away from home. And so I'd say that the success that I have today are all anchored in the principles of martial arts, discipline, uh, fitness as a priority, physicality, living your life with purpose and intention. So that was ingrained as a wee little toddler from three years old, and and that has been the primary foundation for um, everything I've built around. And I've just fallen in love with um, physicality. Like we talked about this all, like his, you know, his fast moving pirate ship that we're on, like the gym, exercise, fitness, nutrition, that provides you the control and clarity for a, a good life. Yeah. Amen to that. Now, let me ask you this. I mean, that was uh, factory installed at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Um, Was that a continuation up until this day? Definitely not. No, I took a couple breaks uh, in my 20s. Um, Those are my frat boy days. Oh, yeah. Well, we can relate on that. Yeah, where I spent probably a little (laughs) more, too much time chasing ladies and uh, uh, drinking, partying, and enjoying life. Um, and, And that was a massive distraction. But yeah, during that time, I was less focused on the fitness, less focused on nutrition, 
less focus on the discipline. And I'd say that chunk of time were the darkest years of my life for sure. Yeah. That yeah. period of probably in your twenties or so. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, the meat and potatoes, I really want to get into your experience, you know, as the vice president of truly nutrition, as well as the modern day night project, which I just teed up before we do. Um, can we talk a little bit about, you know, your work experience? Um, how did you get to a point where you were able to develop the skill sets and really, um, you know, be able to, to execute a high level? I'm curious kind of what that path looked like from a work experience. Yeah. Um, maybe some of the highs, uh, some of the big, you know, wins that you, uh, learned along the way, but also too, like what were the big challenges and the struggles? Because, mm-hmm. you know, our audience, let's face it, it's not all sunshines and rainbows mm-hmm. becoming a fitness entrepreneur. Uh, so we want the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of that journey. Yeah. I love that. Um, yes. I've done just about everything. I've owned a construction company. I've done a remodeling company. I've bartended. I've been a server. Um, I've done customer service, uh, phone sales, uh, credit card processing, like literally everything. And so I did all things I knew I didn't want to do. And then whenever I gravitated back towards fitness, I started feeling that fire come alive again. And it was that, that purpose, that passion, that excitement things became more clear. And so there was a slow, very gradual uh, draw towards fitness through my 20s um, that got me into the personal training space. And I just went back to the lessons that served me when I was young, which is coaching, training, discipline, and mindset. Like those are the foundation principles of anyone that's been in martial arts. Um, That opened up a lot of doorways in regards to coaching and personal training. So that was my first really uh, kind of foot in the door. was getting back into the gym and being offered opportunity to be a coach. So and about how old were you at this point in time? Late twenties, like I'd say 27, 27-ish. Yeah. Okay. Right around there. Yeah. So at this point you kind of get back into the gym, kind of walk us through what that journey looked like. Um, just feeling excited about life, you know, feeling excited about being able to not only transform my own physical body, but just feel in control of the, you know, the, the toxic head trash and feeling like there's an outlet for it that's healthy. Oh, yeah. And then and as soon as you help someone else reach that goal, you have someone else's life will turn on that transformation happens then you become addicted because it's like this is fulfilling i get to do what i love doing i get a coach i could train i get to break a sweat multiple times a day and i get to help other people doing it now it's like super fulfilling mm-hmm. yeah and so that was um that's sort of late 20s um i'd say when i got right back into the coaching space and then over that period of time it was just a matter of stacking wins you think about like if you can keep pulling on that thread of success. You just want to keep doing that thing that makes you feel good. And so it was like, how do I do more of this coaching, training, transformation and do less of things I don't like doing? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, late 20s, started out as a part-time personal trainer. I was bartending at the time as well, um, which was probably one of my favorite jobs of all time. Why? Fast paced, social. It's like nightlife, but you're getting paid for it. And then it's obviously a great spot to meet a lot of women as well, which was highly motivating at the period of time that I was in. Um, but it's, you're, you're constantly moving. You got to make friends fast. You're building rapport and it's just a, a constantly evolving, um, uh, position. So it kept my attention. I'm addicted to the adrenaline for sure. Yeah. But the downside to bartending and the nightlife and the server in the restaurant industry is that you can easily get sucked into the drinking, staying out late after work, and it, it sabotages a fitness routine. So at the time, I was personal training in the mornings and then bartending at night. Mm-hmm. And I had to make this choice between the two. I thankfully went down the path of going all in on personal training. A little bit scary because the income wasn't there yet, um, but I loved it. It fueled my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you're big in relationships and community, obviously being close friends, just knowing you and obviously tipping the audience off. Um, at that point in time and that pivot, like what was your social you know, network like? And I would imagine, you know, living the bartending life, uh, you probably had friends that were kind of running fast or did you have like a good social network to really like help you with that transition to personal training? Man, that's a, that's a really solid question. I'd say that at the time I had friends that were living in both worlds. Okay. So it was bartending in Scottsdale. Scottsdale is like the fitness mecca for for so many things, but it's also a fitness mecca. Or it's also the mecca for drinking and partying and staying out. Oh, yeah. So it's got both. Um, and so I had a lot of friends that could drink hard, party hard, and work out hard. And so there was a nice blend between the two. For me, though, it was going to have to make a decision of which direction do I want to focus all on. And so the friends group, so many of them have gone on to do great things um, and have, have just used that time of partying hard and playing hard, you know, successfully. Um, I just really went all in on fitness. Awesome. Yeah. So walk us through that the next handful of years then, because I would say just kind of doing the math, uh, that's about a handful of years but before we met. Yeah. And with, you know, your enter, entrance into Fit Body Bootcamp and the truly supplementation world. But before we get to that, what that, you know, handful of, of years look like and mm-hmm. kind of bridge the gap before, you know, we became good friends? Absolutely, man. It, about a decade, I'd say, is when I think the light bulb started to turn on in regards to like what I'm supposed to do with my time, my God-given ga- talents. And the course of the next years, it was bartending, personal training, and a few odd jobs. I was always in the fitness space. Okay. And um, I I met a, a friend, and we started a, uh, a personal training business together. It was Beauty and the Beard Fitness. Okay. So she was this blonde bombshell, and I had this, like, super <laughs> long beard. I mean, it was, like, down to my stomach here. And we just – we were at the right time and had great chemistry and loved – what we did. And so we built a really solid fitness brand in the Scottsdale area. And we just taught personal training boot camps all around Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Um, we built up a really solid client base. Eventually we bought into a gym, uh, which was going to be my first brick and mortar. Like I'm going, you know, amateur mode to full professional when you go and actually sign on a lease oh, and yeah. go all in on it. Oh, yeah. And so we ran a, uh, a, um, a mixed martial arts gym for about three and a half years called Legacy MMA and Fitness in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, it was her and I, and then we had three other business partners, which all kinds of entrepreneurial lessons packed into having five business partners and running a brick and mortar 9,000 square foot facility with 15 trainers. Like you talk about drinking out of the fire hose and getting all the entrepreneurial lessons overnight. Um, super, super exciting. Um, and then from there, I started to get into on Online coaching, online personal training, and that opened up the doorway to uh, looking for mentors that had, had been in my space and doing really well. Um, that's how I met Bedros uh, in regards to following him on social media. And then that was also when my mindset started to shift from the perspective of I can teach in person, I can train in person, or I could also teach online and I can teach some of the skill sets rather than just the push-ups and sit-ups and squats. What are some of the mindset techniques and strategies that you can do to really shift your life in a positive way? Yeah. Um, that opened a doorway to a whole other area of personal development that I didn't even know existed. For me, personal development was always fitness is the gateway to success. Mm-hmm. And then that was the gateway towards now personal development, business training, and leadership and everything that we're in now. Yep. Um, and that led me all the way through about – Three years ago when we sold the gym, um, and by selling the gym, it was like the equipment got sold to one place, the floor mats got sold to another place, the book of business sold to another place, and then the five partners split up. We all assumed a ton of debt, and it was a phenomenal learning lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was right at the time that um, I had this aha moment of um, I know a little bit about 
a lot of things, but I don't really know fully what it takes to be successful, build an empire inside of the fitness space. Who does and how could I learn from them? And so I it opened up the doorway to following B, and um, it was just totally random. And the timing was right. It was Thursday afternoon. The gym had closed down. And I was at this transition. I was training at another gym, and I realized I was going to either repeat the exact same thing that I did the last three to five years, start personal training again, build a book of business at another location, or I could take all the lessons that I didn't really learn in an entrepreneurship, and I could learn again. And B, uh, Bedros Kulian posted something on his story feed, and I said, I'm looking for somebody that has these skill sets. If you think it might be you, send me a DM. And that was, the, uh, that was my foot in the door to the conversation that we had that, uh, that brought me on to start Trulene. Totally. I'm dying to get into that, but a lot of our audience, before we do, are you know interested in, in the personal training or fitness space. You know, yeah. potentially interested in franchising or like starting their own gym. Um, you know, when you went through that kind of challenging year, there was a lot of highs, right? Oh like my you god, had a lot so of great many. things. Yeah. Um, can you point out maybe one or two things that you're super proud of in that experience? Mm-hmm. And the flip side, you know, you talked about like unpacking a lot of entrepreneurial lessons. Mm-hmm. What would be one or two things like big learning lessons that obviously you wouldn't repeat again, but that way they're, you know, kind of out there. So that way our audience can kind of learn, okay, let, let's avoid that. But it's good, obviously that you've learned it, right? Yeah, so. no, absolutely, man. That's a great question. Um, I'd say the biggest wins from that time is you never know really what you're capable of until you get thrown in the deep end. Like, so that on itself, to be able to have the resourcefulness, the understanding to be able to be stretched in a capacity standpoint, mm-hmm. you see how much more room you have. And so if you've got something you're passionate about, you're excited about, whether it be fitness, nutrition, whatever it is, let that be the catalyst for starting. And so I'm that I'm really proud of. I'm proud that I started, that I, I wasn't super well funded. I crowdfunded my cap, startup capital. Um, I did a YouTube video and I was like, listen, we guys need, we need 30 grand. And so we, that's what we raised. Um, it was, it was, it was, that, that part was exciting. It was yeah. all fueled on passion. And creativity. And creativity. I'm tipping the audience off because I know you, but I feel like you're a very passionate guy Mm -hmm. and you're just a very creative guy. Like think outside the box and look at it from a different lens. And I think that, you know, certainly helped you in your journey. Yes. No, absolutely. So that was the, I think the youthfulness, the, the passion, the creativity, the lesson learned that I would go back and do differently would be follow someone that's done it before. You know, so follow some type of blueprint, some type of model, you know, look for where the success is and put that package, that creativity and that passion inside of a model that's been proven and working because then you can build a system and empire and a successful business. Mm-hmm. Like this was five people that had, none of us had successfully ran a gym for it. So this gym that I bought into um, had been a failed MMA gym five times in a row over the course of eight years, like right there, sipping a red flag. Yeah. And so the uh, <laughs> uh, what, still very good friends, uh, Mike Giglio, I consider him one of my uh, longest mentors. I have nothing but love and respect for him. Um, he was the complex owner for the entire facility. So the gym that um, Taylor and I were training at at the time um, was a 40,000 square foot traditional bodybuilding gym. And he had another fitness facility on the other side. It was an MMA space, about uh, 9,000 square feet, and had been five different versions of an MMA gym. It just turned and burned the owners. We had outgrown the other place and we needed somewhere private that we could teach as we were looking off location. And Mike approached us as you guys are young, you're hungry, you're passionate with what you're doing, you're great at what you do i've got a proposition for you and we were starry-eyed and excited we're like 
where do we sign? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Knew nothing about just the ups and downs and mechanics and, and everything else. We were literally f- like fueled on fire and passion, which was awesome. And we made it very successful for about a year and a half. Okay. And then the mechanics of going from a really good personal trainer, this is also another lesson and from a great book, uh, The E-Myth, oh, yeah. that I'd recommend to anyone who's not sure reads. You can be phenomenal at being a, a baker. You can be the best baker in the world. Or you can be the best trainer, the best coach in the world. But as soon as you transition that into trying to duplicate yourself and duplicate more great bakers, more great trainers, more great coaches, there's a different skill set required. And that is the leadership skill set. Absolutely. Management skill set. Absolutely. I just thought, (laughs) here I am, this awesome personal trainer with another awesome personal trainer. We're each, you know, doing a six-figure business in personal training. All we need is 10 more awesome personal trainers just like us, and we have a billion-dollar business. Like, it was, like, the math was, like, so simple. Brilliant. Yeah, but it was all the lessons of leadership, communication, decision-making, management, all those things that hit me like a ton of bricks as soon as I signed on that dotted line, and we absorbed 12 trainers, and we absorbed a, like, uh, a book of business, 90 clients. We brought our 300 clients in. That was an entire family way to take care of and lead people and communicate and so it was like oh my god i know nothing about anything so i I drowned for like three years yeah yeah all right so that's quite the wealth of knowledge that you learn in the process um so certainly want to point that out because you know a lot of times the biggest challenges or the hurdles sometimes can be actually the biggest blessings if you look back and reflect and obviously learn from them right absolutely absolutely so okay so you know you walked us through that journey then you know kind of uh, fast forward what we're alluding to when you reach out to bedros you know from a post Mm -hmm. um got your foot in the door Mm. uh we ended up connecting because b kind of passed you off to me to have initial conversation um i think it's very valuable for the listeners Listeners, uh, to give insight on how you showed up, like how you actually, from a creative way, got mm-hmm. noticed, and that's certainly interest, uh, interesting and a, and a big, valuable lesson for you know business owners that are just trying to you know uh, gain more influence, increase their network, and really yeah. kind of you know stand out and be noticed in in the, in the noise. So, can you share with our audience like the creative ways that you quote unquote got your foot in the door with our, our a- company? Absolutely, man. You know, there's I don't remember who told me this or how I heard this, but you only get one opportunity to make a first impression. And so I knew that if I was going to be applying for this position, that was going to have a whole lot of other people interested in. And Bedros has a massive following. How do we ca- capture someone's attention? So mm-hmm. after we had our initial call, and I think we really clicked and really hit it off. Totally. Um, I wanted to stand out. And so I sent Bedros a, a shoebox, like an actual shoebox with one boot in it. And the boot had a cover letter on top. It had my resume and it had a few other things underneath it. But the 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 memo, and I don't remember exactly verbatim, but it says, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to putting my best foot forward. I think I'm a shoe in for the position and I want to put, I want to get my foot in the door. Yeah, brilliant. along those lines. And so he got this one boot. And so the running joke between us now is he's got one boot on his shelf in his office and I've got the other boot at home. And if we ever part ways in business or we sell a company or whatever it is, then we can trade off the other boot. But now it's just this, it's been a two and a half year yeah. um, open loop, as we call in the marketing space. But um, yeah, and so that left a pretty good impression, I think. And it, it got me in, it got his attention. Totally. And uh, there was a little buzz in the office too. Like, yeah, what the hell is this big boot? And you know, kind of pull, you know, uh, tying all the, the dots together. And it just, you know, obviously you, you you stood out. You know, very creative. And obviously things fell together. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was awesome. Okay, um, all right. So next up, you know, you apply, and, and and I guess my question is, 
what was it about, you know, the opportunity that Bezos put out that was really interesting to you? And of course, you know, now, you know, you become the, the vice president of Trulene. Um, so I'm curious, uh, you know, some of the business lessons and all that, but like, what was the, the, the sense of interest? Like, why did, you know, you take that leap of faith and really reach out to be? Yeah. You know, I would say it was less about the business opportunity because it was vague. I didn't actually know what I was applying for. It just says, I'm, he, his post said, I'm starting a new business. I need someone to help me run it. It's going to be an eight-figure business over the next three to five years. If you think you have the sack, reach out. Like, it was super big. I really knew very little about what I was applying for. But what I liked about Bedros was that he was open, honest about his vulnerability. Yep. He had a track record in fitness. He was passionate about changing lives. Yep. And he has had several years of duplicating high-performing people underneath him. Like, he's got, he's got a coaching record where he's produced leaders. Yep. I knew that I lacked in leadership. Um, I knew that I had my own healing to do from very similar trauma that he shares about very openly. And so I resonated with that. Um, I liked that he's passionate about fitness and I mean, the rest of his messaging really resonated. And so that was the foundation. I said, you know what? I can learn through the process of leadership. I can learn through the process of just humility and emptying mm-hmm. my cup. And from there, I think whatever business we, we get into is going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be great. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that opportunity, you know, comes, comes to fruition. You have mm-hmm. the interest, you know, the, the incredible takeaways in the story to kind of stand out. Um, one of the reasons I believe that you've been super successful is your curiosity, your passion, your intensity um, to get better at your craft and really to learn like, you know, if we're creating and you're creating an incredible supplement company, you need to know the, the, how supplements work, how the chemicals work in your body. Um, so I'm curious how that interest kind of, you know, uh, took suit. Like you, you nerd out and you geek out in your own words. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, your education piece and from the interest perspective on, you know, running a supplement company first and foremost, and then just want to talk about the whole journey of the last two and a half years. Yeah, totally. I, you know, the, I think one of my first foundations of understanding inside of manipulating my own chemistry started about 10 years ago and just recognizing that we really do control our happiness. We control everything. We control it by the serotonin, the dopamine, all the chemicals that happen in our brain when an environmental uh, trigger happens and, you know, fight, the flight, all the cortisol response when we get into stress. And being able to control that chemistry in a, in a positive way is, I think, the secret that we're all really trying to tap into. Like, we think about this, like, why do people drink or do drugs? Because they're trying to elevate their, their emotional state. They're trying to elevate their chemistry so they feel differently. Yep. We exercise because we want to feel differently. We want the result. Absolutely. We pursue just about anything because we're looking for the result and how it will make us feel at the end. We can control so much of that chemistry by controlling the food we eat and the supplements we take, mm-hmm. the sleep we get. And it, it, when, it, when that aha moment happened, um, it was what can I do to elevate my chemistry so that mm-hmm. I feel good all the time and that I reproduce results consistently and live the best life. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, the foundation of it is life optimization. It's, you know, biohacking is, is the technical standpoint for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but when I think about just living day to day, like most people just want to feel good. And you feel good by eating right, getting the right amount of sleep, and exercising. It's not overcomplicated, but we try to make it so so difficult sometimes. And supplements, I think, is a way to shortcut that by way of providing high-quality lean protein mm-hmm. that fuels your muscles, mm-hmm. providing you the, um, the nutrients in a water enhancer without all the harmful sugar so that you are drinking more water so that all the systems in your body operate. And the, our, our um, you know, Brad just a little bit about one of our main products, which is Everyday Fit. Okay. 
a vitamin enhanced super water. And so as a personal trainer for many, many years, having worked with a lot of personal trainers, the number one problem most trainers run into with their clients is they're not drinking enough water. Uh-huh. And you know this in, in the fitness oh, yeah, space. Absolutely. No one drinks water. No. no one drinks the eight to 10 glasses of water recommended to throughout so the day because they're drinking soda, they're drinking coffee, and yep. they're drinking wine at night. Yep. And so they come in on a Monday morning, they're tired, they're exhausted, they're fatigued, and they don't know why they can't lose the same 10 pounds that they've lost, you mm-hmm. know, and it just keeps coming back. Yep. Well, it's because you're not doing the foundational habit of hydration. And mm-hmm. so like, if we could solve that one problem of drinking more water, that becomes the catalyst for every other problem. Mm-hmm. Like that is, I'm sorry, every other opportunity. Drink more water, you're hydrating more. Now you can start exercising more. You can feel better. You're burning fat. You feel good. You Cravings weight. are down. Yeah like the results just start happening. So when we were looking at launching True Lean, um, we wanted to make supplements simple, which okay. was you know one of, the, one of our taglines. But we, from a standpoint of, there's so many supplement companies on the market, we don't want to oversaturate it. We right. want to make it easier for our clients. And the one habit we can focus on that no one else is really focusing on, they're like more protein, take a fat burner pill, is hydration. And if we solve the habit of hydration where you're drinking more water because it tastes good but Mm -hmm. without the sugar and it's got all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that you know you should be taking with a handful of pills but nobody is really taking those handfuls of pills. I do, but rarely most people don't. Then we can solve all the other problems in our life, their mindset, their lifestyle, their weight issues, just by getting our foot in the door. Totally. It was interesting, just at my Fit Body Bootcamp location on Sunday, I grabbed a workout, had a coach celebrate her five year, and was working out with a client, and she lost 37 pounds wow. and she's in the last, I think, six months or so. And uh, she certainly made tweaks to her nutrition, but the biggest call to action, the biggest change maker was actually she increased her hydration because of, because of everyday fit. Yeah. Literally, cool. like she never could, you know, drink water never could stomach it, um, you know, which there's many people that actually yep. are in that same space. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of everyday fit and because really it allowed her to hydrate, um, it was half the battle and actually that weight loss. Yeah. Incredible, huh? Yeah. I am super proud about that that product and that we get so many testimonials and reviews just like that because it's solving the big problem that everyone um, – is facing like yeah. they hate the way water tastes. They know they should be taking their vitamins. They know they should be drinking more water, but people just aren't. Yeah. So, copy that, April. If you're watching, shout out to you. That was yeah. Awesome. Shout out, girl. Um, all right. So uh, specifically to supplementation, all that. There's a few other products I want to highlight specifically because I know they've had a big impact in my life. Mm-hmm. But you know, protein obviously is staple. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the wellness shot though? Oh um, man. And the new product yeah. that we're launching. So a couple couple things that we would love to hear some more insight on. Yes. So I had this idea. So I used to. I, I still take handfuls of pills. Um, I'd say that I'm like the test tube for a lot of the the products we try before the we go R&D. to market. Yeah, the R and D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've been taking. Um, I've had a track record for five years. I haven't gotten sick. Like not, a, not sniffles, no cold, nothing until just this last year. Um, but I would take a, this handful of pills. It was literally 10 different blends of vitamins, minerals, and it came out to be in about 10 different types of pills, but it was about 25 pills in a day. Okay. And I would take this as just part of my immune protection because I know as soon as your health goes down, as soon as you start feeling sick, like everything else in your life is compromised. Like yep. if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So I was taking all these pills and it was at the end of 2019 that I approached being diet and I was like, I've got this formula. Like I really want to kick it off. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I know that our clients aren't going to take handfuls of pills. And so we've got it in a powder form, like taste it, try it. Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, and they liked it, but we weren't quite ready to pull the trigger on yet, but it was there. The formulation was done. This, this is t- the end of 2019. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
the the formula was there and it, it was like ready to pull trigger on but we had just launched like we came out of the gate with 16 products and so like we already had a lot on our plate yeah we did and so yeah. i was they were like pump the brakes aaron like this is a good idea but let's do it maybe deploy a little bit later um within 30 days like covid you know that, that crazy thing covid that, started happening that thing yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. thing that happened that took up an entire <laughs> you know one year but it felt like 10 um that started coming around the corner right in in january and the timing was just right but we had already built this out and so we went full force on it we launched the wellness formula uh in a matter of like seven eight weeks which is unheard of yeah, which is so super quick. rad so quick yeah so this wellness formula is a single serving packet it's a citrus turmeric ginger flavor um and you just rip it open, put it in some water, stir it up, and drink it. And it's got all 10 of those super ingredients, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, echinacea, astragalus root, a bunch of good stuff for you that helps boost your immune system and also helps uh, lower the symptoms of the common cold and flu. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we pumped that out, and it's been selling like hot cakes. Crazy. And yeah. it has a massive kick, man. When you take a shot, you feel you feel yeah, like you feel that, that, that burn, that ginger. The ginger. Yeah. yeah. And turmeric, right? And turmeric, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's just a, such an incredible product uh, for many reasons, and I wanted to actually take a few seconds just to kind of highlight that and kind of inform our viewers on on just the value. Yes, yeah, so, well, that's been an exciting one. Um, copy now from a business kind of going back to, to the business perspective. Um, what would you say in the last two and a half years of of getting the company off the ground? Um, the big highlights uh, that you can look back and say like, wow, I'm super proud for you know being able to contribute to this. And then also some learning lessons along the way, um, because I think it's super valuable for our audience who are interested in becoming entrepreneurs and starting companies, mm-hmm. right? Again, going back to that point, uh, we always, we want to see like the strategies that are going to make us successful, but we also want to watch out for the pitfalls that potentially could cause us harm. So can you, you know, taking a 30,000 foot view back of the last two and a half years, what would those highlights and also challenges be? Um, God, I mean, the highlights as a whole is to be a part of a fast-moving entrepreneurial company that's focused on personal development. Like, we talk about this all day long. We run a, a fitness franchise. We run a, a supplement company. We run the project. But really, at the at the heart of what we do, it's personal development. Yeah, we we are, get people better. We get people better. And we have all these different modalities to get people better, to transform yeah. their lives. So, so, I mean, that is the number one highlight. So, I'd say that if you are new in the entrepreneur space, you want to get into entrepreneur space, looking to start your business, surround yourself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Join a mastermind. Get a podcast that really, really pours into you get a coach that in itself will protect your confidence will protect your competence will shortcut your uh, your problems and issues but yet get a coach get that um Get that environment. You just want to model success. I mean, exactly. Really point, yeah. right? Tony Robbins is famously quoted saying, "Success leaves clues." Yes. Yeah. You know? Proximity is power. power. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So get in the proximity uh, of great people. I'd say that's the biggest takeaway that I'm super proud of. That I'm so grateful for every day. Um, in regards to the big learning lessons, it came back to the same learning lessons that uh, you know hit me so hard when I was running the gym, and that's leadership. Mm-hmm. Like everything rises and falls on leadership, and you know a big part of leadership. Um, that I'm constantly reminded on, I get, I get to keep working on is going to be humility and, um, humility. Yeah. Humility and grace is the other one is, I mean, you're going to fall. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get a lot of hits below the belt just in, in leadership. You're going to get hit just a ton in business and being able to take those lessons humbly and not let it completely tank you Yeah, and then pick yourself back up, get back in the fight with some grace and keep trucking forward. Keep going. Yeah. 
Yeah, touche. Amen to that. Um, one other thing, and I want to acknowledge you for, and just to kind of point out at home, and I think it's a big learning lesson, but I think while you're not a formulator of the nutrition products, we have scientists that kind of help, you know, obviously the company do that. Um, you definitely are a master of your craft. You know the science. You're hungry for it. And I think, you know, one, to acknowledge you for that, but two, the big learning lesson for our audience back at home is when you're getting into something, you better get into it, you're right? Like, in. you need to uh -huh. know what you're talking you about. you got to be the test dummy. Right? Yeah. And I think to your point, you're talking about the R&D, um, I think I've seen you for the last two and, a five, two and a half years kind of hone your craft, lean in more. And you already came with a lot of factory-installed knowledge about supplementation, about nutrition, mm -hmm. um, but obviously becoming uh, NASM certified nutrition coach and a few other things that you've done, um, I think it speaks accolades and really it's, it's been a big foundation for the success that we've received, you know, as a company specific to Truly. So Thanks, Bryce. Appreciate that. Totally. Yeah. Yep. All in. All in. Yes, All in. Yeah. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, I want to kind of transition now to the second kind of core, you know, focus that you've had within the organization is this modern day night project. Okay. So okay. Uh, to tell the audience a little bit about what that is. Yeah. Um, so this is a passion project that was uh, started in a conversation between B and I, and mm -hmm. it started in the gym and it started early on in our friendship. It was, uh, I think it was maybe only less than maybe three months in that I was, I was working um, here at, at the team. And so I came out from Scottsdale, transferred all my stuff, moved out like as soon as I got the opportunity, yep. hit the ground running. We were building out the early phases of Truline and uh, Bedros has gone out of his way to get to know all new hires. He, mm -hmm. he really makes the time to make sure that every team member feels like a part of the team. And so um, him, him and I had scheduled time to work out. And we're just working out and we're doing what guys do inside of a gym and workout sessions. We're shooting the shit, catching up a little bit. Yep. Um, I like to take things deep. Like, like I always just take another layer deep and it's just how I'm hardwired. I love the, you know, surface level small talk. Actually, I hate surface level small talk. I want to get to the to root cause. I want to get to like the soul. I want to hear like, you know, your pains, your darkness, your weakness, all that stuff, because I think that's where we rebuild. And so, um, him and I were working out and I opened up with, um, with some vulnerability. And I said, you know, B, I really, I want to thank you for this opportunity. Uh, part of the reason that I felt so motivated to come learn from you and to, and to you know, travel across the, the, the country to come work here is because I like how you took your suffering and it's turned into a superpower. B talks very openly about being molested when he was young. Mm -hmm. Very um, openly. Yeah. yeah. And, and just being able, when you can take your trauma and talk about it, it has less power. And so um, I said, you know, that's inspiring. The same thing happened to me as a young man. And uh, I've shared this with a handful of other people. I've gone through therapy. I've gone through counseling. Um, but that is one of the reasons that I'm here. And so thank you for doing that. Thank you for you know, having the courage. And, and I think it's really powerful. That opened up the conversation to, um, he said, Aaron, I think you're a very young and self-aware guy. I appreciate that. And how do we get more people in the boat where they can face their trauma, talk about it? in a gym session and realize that that doesn't have to define who they are. Mm -hmm. How do we turn this into something else? And so um, that was the kind of the catalyst of the conversation. And I shared a few other, um, I've been through a few personal development courses and he's obviously is in the realm of personal development space. And so we mm -hmm. kind of, we, we just started bashing the idea together and we, we realized it's probably not by happenstance that we both came into each other's lives. Like I believe in serendipity and that this was probably an intervention of some sorts. And so from that conversation, it, we teed up the, the idea of how do we turn this into an experience for other men that are mm -hmm. suffering in silence and can use their, use their trauma as a tool to grow in their leadership. Sure. So um, from there, the handful of the right people were 
either already in B's life or they came into B's life like right around then. Uh-huh. We've got a, a Navy SEAL, um, Ray Cash Care, who right around that same time said, you know, I want to find a way to work with you or for you. And uh, then we have a um, b- very badass um, United States Marine, Steve Eckhart, who has been a coaching client with uh, B for many, many years. I'd say he's probably one of his top and most successful coaching clients. And then Matt Schneider, um, former U.S. SWAT operator, came around right around the same time. And so the five of us, um, oddly enough, we all had very similar backgrounds growing up. We were raised in some type of trauma, either with uh, parents broken up, um, non-existent fathers, mm-hmm. abuse, uh, physical, mental, emotional, sexual. And so the five of us all have this like trauma thread between mm-hmm. of us. But we recognize that we did not become the perpetrators of it, but we wanted to be the protectors. And so we, with this common thread... Um, the project was born and our mission is to help men be better, you know, through the process of exposing their trauma, exposing their weakness and building a brotherhood around the the foundational tenets of having a life that is full of faith inside yourself, um, that is based in fitness, that is financially abundant and that is, um, abundant in your, your family presence. We call those our four Fs. Your four, four F bumps. Yeah, four F bumps, yeah. Now, why do you think, especially for our audience who, you know, are they entrepreneurs or they want to take that leap of faith, like why is a self-development program, whether it be the project or whatever program, right, um, why is that impactful and, and really important to really uh, allow um, the opportunity for any entrepreneur to become more successful in their business and their life? Awareness. I mean, that's number one like self-awareness, being able to see how you actually show up in the world. If you are successful in any level of capacity as a man, as a leader, as a business owner, there's a high likelihood that the people around you are not really giving you the feedback that Uh you should be getting. Uh And so um, you may go your entire life not knowing how you communicate, how you show up, how you handle a problem is, is actually making other people feel less or worse, right? Um, so what the what any personal development program or having a coach or the project will really deliver is um, direct confrontational feedback in the moment. So you can actually see how you show up in the world, how your communication, your decision making, your thought process, your overall leadership shows up under stress. Because mm-hmm. the best parts of ourselves is something that we can manage most of the time. But you give anybody a stressful situation, time collapse it put them in the pressure cooker, and you're going to see all of their emotional drama come out, mm-hmm. all of their shit from when they were young. Mm-hmm. They're going to be um, – they're not going to be thinking logically. Mm-hmm. They're going to go right back to the reptilian brain. They're going to um, be defensive, be angry, you know, whatever their, their mechanism is. Yep. And so if you can do that inside of a controlled environment like the project where we – uh, we take away uh, the comforts of being able to sleep in your own bed. We take away the comforts, comforts of, of being able to sleep. <laughs> yes, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and, but in entrepreneurship, though, th- how many times do you think that you've had to burn the candle both ends? Right, you know. Yeah. And then, and then going. I remember one time when I had the gym. God, this is when the first three months of having the gym. I get a call at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. It was from my neighbor's um, gym. He owned a smoothie shop. He was just coming to open. My gym had flooded out the front door. And so there's this massive flood. This is an MA gym. So there's like really expensive jujitsu mats. And there's like flooring everywhere. And the bathrooms were probably, I don't know, 100 yards back from the front door. So the amount of water that had to pass from through the gym to the front door, massive. It leaked through both sides, both business businesses. I had to clean all this up and still communicate with the staff, still communicate with the clients and still 
keep a level head. That's just part of being an entrepreneur, right? Amen. And so if you can't keep your cool in the, in the shit storm of, your, of a normal daily life and business, like how can you keep cool anywhere else? Good luck. Yeah. And yeah. then you're, you take it out on your wife. You take it out on your kids and you say something irreparable that you can't take back. Mm-hmm. So the project puts you in stressful environments where we take away some of your normal comfort. Mm-hmm. We provide a lot of stimulus from the standpoint of a, a Navy SEAL and a Marine who are really, really good at what they do. Mm-hmm and um, obstacles they have to problem solve through, and then leadership and communication opportunities. So all of that inside of 75 hours creates a great opportunity for you to see yourself how you really are. And then the instructors, the other cadres, and your fellow um, candidates can also provide you feedback. Hey, Bryce, you're showing up like this. Bryce, this is where you're missing out on. So now you're getting Mm real-time feedback in the moment that allows you to pivot, change, Make change, you know, make any type of adjustments, make new commitments, which is so important, mm-hmm. and strip away all of the ego. Like the biggest thing that men run into is ego. Yep. Like arrogance and ego, it gets you to a certain point successfully, but unless you are truly humbled down to your core, you miss out on one of the greatest opportunities, which is to continue learning. Yeah. And that's so powerful. And the reason that is, Aaron, is because, you know, if you're trying to be a successful business entrepreneur and really, you know, make a big impact on the world, uh, first and foremost, you need to be able to lead yourself, right? And if you can't lead yourself, uh, how are you going to be able to lead others, your organization, your team, your clients, your community? So really powerful stuff. Um, Now, in hindsight, which I always like to kind of take a step back, what would you say the biggest aha or the biggest like sense uh, points of growth? gratitude um, mm. that you've experienced or kind of went through um, as an instructor, you know, within the project, what you've seen over the last, you know, a year and a half plus. Any one of us can be replaced inside the project because there's been a lot of people out there that have been, you know, gone through traumatic things and have, you know, gone through the path of protecting and serving others. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'd say is the biggest aha is that all of my personal suffering and all of my personal mis- misery that has um, that I thought was baggage over the over the years has really shown up to serve me in ways that I can communicate with these guys. I get to connect with them exactly where they are. I understand um, where their suffering comes from. I'm able to see myself as versions of them. Yep. And so, you know, the biggest takeaway is to know that like, yes, you are right there. You're suffering. You think the world is getting you. This is where you think your world is. But I've been there. I've been there and I'm, I'm now over here, which is, which is awesome. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I'm higher or better than any, anybody, but it's neat to be able to see the transformation that's possible. And yeah. so inside the project, we see guys transform from these shells of human beings where literally there's, there's a deadness in their eyes when they show up in hour zero. And by hour, the, I mean, the first 25 hours are horrible for them. Horrible in a good way. Uh, but by hour 30, there's this, these light bulbs start turning on. Like you see this, this fire, this spark that they probably haven't had in decades. And then they live with that spark through the project, a graduation dinner. And it's now, you know, it's been a year and a half of classes. And like we see guys from class one now and they still have that spark. And so it's like, how fucking cool is that that they get to show up in the world as that version of themselves as opposed to the the, the previously zombied version? Oh, that's powerful, man. Yeah. Super powerful. Yeah. Fulfilling. All right. Well, good stuff. We've covered a lot of ground. Um, I know we don't have a ton of time left, but I want to transition here and give you a little lightning round uh, okay. to pick your brain to add more value um, you know, to our audience. So some big takeaways. So um, you know, with all the success that you've had to date, you know, uh, vice president of uh, Truly Nutrition, uh, one of the co-founders and lead instructors of the project, um, you know, and working uh, together in our business endeavors over the last few years, um, that's all great. 
but let's take a step back and look back before, you know, Aaron, you became who you are. Mm-hmm. What would you say the biggest thing holding you back as a man was in mm-hmm. order for you to basically achieve the success that you've achieved right now? Oh, man, ego, 100%. Ego and arrogance, thinking that my problems were only my problems and that no one else had ever gone through it before. So um, that puts you inside of a dark little bubble where you don't ask for help. And yeah. so if not asking for help is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Um, and so I, I remember spending many, many years just suffering in silence, mm-hmm. thinking that my problems were so big, no one would, would understand. No one has ever gone through what I've gone through. And then you build just a bigger set of problems around it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone's biggest problem is themselves. Like, yeah, truth behold, truth. but, but yeah. e- ego specifically. There's uh, what I love most about martial arts, and this is where the ingrained you know, practice comes from, is that you, you begin as a white belt. And if you maintain that mindset through all your practice, no matter if you're a second degree, a ninth degree black belt, whatever it is, you begin as a white belt in all your encounters, meaning you empty your cup, you show up humbly, and you show up with the ability that I can always learn something from this opportunity. And yeah. so that mindset has served me more so than anything. Anytime I get away from that mindset and I, and I start sitting on ego, we've had talks about this, oh, yeah. that is where every problem starts. Totally. Sound piece of advice. Speaking of advice, what would the best advice that you've ever received from a coaching perspective mm. be uh, and why? Nike says it's best. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, right? Just you know, stop it, thinking about it. Just do it. Yes, go on with a plan. Follow, you know, the, follow the, the threads of success of people that have done it before you. Um, but I think one thing that guys can do, one, they can be either too reckless and just, and just, and burn it. But there's the other side of where we spend too much time thinking about something. And mm-hmm. what I love about you, Bryce, and like seeing you as a man of action, just like this, this podcast is you had an idea and you executed on it. Like you're just going to make it better because you're going to get time in the trenches. You're going to get in the foxhole. You're going to get dirty and you're going to be able to make the process better and better and better. Like spending time thinking about a great idea does no good. No. But you had to serve the world that way. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Well done. Um, next up, Leaders Are Readers. This is talking mm. about leadership, right? Uh, what would you say the best book recommendation or at least a solid book res- recommendation for Fitness Franchise Nation would be and why? Okay. Um, there is one book that comes to mind that I read about 10 years ago that really started my awareness, and it is Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by Travis Bradbury. It talks about the four levels of emotional awareness. It comes with a quiz. And so the, it's a hands-on book. You, you buy the book, and it comes with a quiz. It's, it'll take you about three minutes to do the quiz. But the quiz shows your emotional intelligence across, across these four quadrants. At the time when I read the book, I rank, ranked a 48 on the quiz. And so your EQ, this is your ability to communicate with others, to maintain mm-hmm. your relationships, to be aware of your, your, your internal state, what your emotions are doing and triggering. Um, it's, it's your interaction with the world. You think intelligence, your IQ, like that is your mathematical understanding. EQ is your relationship emotional understanding. My score is 48. Wow. Yeah. So I was like stunted. Yeah. Well, good on you, man, because you know you've grown exponentially, and I, in my humble opinion, I would say EQ is way more important totally. to your success as a business owner than even IQ, hundred percent, which are both important. Both but important. Holy EQ smokes. when you're dealing with people, I'd yeah. say that is by far the most important thing. And the neat thing about it gives you exercises to be able to improve that score over time. So, got yeah. that. Um, we are both men of habits and routine. Uh, what would you say is an incredible habit that you've acquired over the years that's led to your success that you want to share with our viewers? 
owning the morning routine. 100%. Take time to control your mornings, whatever that looks like specifically for you, but get the basics in. Hydration, exercise, and some intention, like if it's a meditation practice or a journaling practice. Um, but you got to get your head right as an entrepreneur to be able to go into the day and give the most of the day. And so making a, a morning routine that is non-negotiable from the mm-hmm. standpoint, no matter what, even if you were up late the night before, that you control your mornings. because you control your mornings, you will control the rest of your day. Amen. Yeah. Um, you are a deep guy, which I freaking love. Um, this is a bit of a deep question, but uh, say tomorrow you wake up, all the success they've achieved material-wise to date has been taken away from you. Hmm. However, you still have the knowledge. You still have the experience that okay. you've learned um, throughout the journey. Uh, what would your next 30 days look like? Oh, man, that's a great question. Okay, if I had to start over tomorrow, woke up, and everything was taken away, yep. um, what would I, I would go back to the basics of what got me to where I am now. And the basics are controlling the fitness. And so I would start by helping one person you know, transform in their fitness or their mindset. And I believe that we teach what we need. And we also, uh, when we teach something, help someone else. The universe, and there's, there's my woo-woo coming in, the universe will reward you for that. And so I would go back to the basics that brought me my level of success. That is going to be delivering fitness through whatever capacity I had available at the time. If it was on a desert island with one other person there, yep. I would help them become in the best shape of their life um, through the foundation practices that I, that I know, the push-ups, the sit-ups, the body control, all that. Um, I would do that, and I would do that again and again and again. I would serve. I would add value from the from the starting point where I began it all, which is in fitness. Amen to that. Yeah. Um, all right, a few left. Um, parting piece of advice or wisdom that you would basically want to pass along to our audience that would better their lot in life, whether it be from a business or personal perspective. I think I touched on this on before, but get a coach. You know, get a coach or, or surround yourself with um, – um, like-minded people that are in the same space. You know, we, we can, there's so much available online in regards to being able to have access to the best coaches, mm-hmm. in, in a, you know, Tony Robbins or Bedros um, via YouTube, via the Google, everything else. Like everything is available online. And so dedicate time to finding who has what it is you want in life, whether it be in leadership and love and life in any capacity, and then use them as a coach. Yeah. Amen, man. Powerful stuff. Um, well, Aaron, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, before we go, I want to take a, a quick second to acknowledge you. Um, you know, for the last few years of getting to know you on a deeper level, man, what a ride. Not only building, you know, really high performance companies, uh, learning, growing uh, together and uh, battling COVID and all the stuff that mm-hmm. we've done. And man, you got a heart of gold. I love how deep you are. I love your passion, your zest for life. And uh, I'm certainly a better man because of your presence. And I know our audience here at home has gotten better today as well. So thank you so much for my friend being on the show. And uh, as we kind of leave, I'll, I'll tee up our media team. Where can our audience find you? Uh, the Fitbeard online. Yeah, the Fitbeard. That was my social media handle before. And so you can find me just about on every platform as the Fitbeard. Awesome, man. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you so much, my friend. And uh, it's been a pleasure.